Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my brother Dayton. Hey, howdy, hey, everybody. Review it, Devin. Review it. <laughs> review, review it for it. mommy, Devin. Oh, I will. <laughs> I will review it. It's Friday the 13th on today. Friday the 13th. Whoa! Hooray! Yeah, uh, yeah, it's Kiki Ki Ma Ma Ma, as hmm. in killer mommy, kill like. Oh, kill. is it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this uh, directed by Sean S. Cunningham, released in 1982, inexplicable success. Yeah. I absolutely can't... inexplicable. Like what? 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 Was there nothing else going on in 1980? I guess not. Yeah, this is a outright like, oh hey, Halloween did great two years before. Let's let's cobble up some money. We gotta we got access to a camp set or like an actual camp we can use. Let's let's do it. Let's go. And and they did, and the fucking banging success came out of it. Yeah, and a lot of success. So this is. I mean, it says, like, what, like, over 10 movies? Yeah, it'd be 12, I believe, by my count, including Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. Uh, a TV series, multiple video games. There's a TV series? Oh, there was, yeah. Oh. Okay. Right on. Yep. So, yeah, it, it was a weird anthology series. It's not, I, I didn't like it, but <laughs> it I watched it. Well, did it have anything to do with Jason at all? I don't think so. No. Oh, okay. Like, maybe tangentially, but it wasn't like... So is it like, like I mean, Friday the 13th in the same way that Halloween 3 is a Halloween? I think that's what they were shooting for. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So, um, I'm not a big fan of this movie, but it's important. And I'll put it that way. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I could, after watching it, that's what I came out of it feeling like. I can respect this movie. And that's about all I can do. Mm-hmm. We'll be peppering in some Friday the 13th here and there, and definitely doing them on Friday the 13th. So this mm-hmm. isn't going to be a big uh, series. It's just sort of a, a fun diversion. Because it's, you know, Friday the 13th. So we yeah. might as well, you know? Why not? Yeah. So you, you want to just hop right in? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we start in the 50s, as all good movies do. <laughs> yeah, 1958. Yes, at Camp Crystal Lake. We got camp counselors singing tunes like, mm-hmm. by the fire. That's what boys and girls did back in the 50s. Yep, they sat around the fire sang about Jesus. Help, kumbaya, and all that shit. Uh, and we get the, um, I'm going to call it Killer Cam. And uh, it's very inspired by Halloween because um, it's like the opening sequence of Halloween. If you haven't seen it, uh, has like a very early Michael Myers walking through, kind of stalking through a house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this does the same thing, but in a camp. Uh, with like, <laughs> yeah. That's like through the the sleeping kids and then. You know, in the next room where there's the singing counselors, and I'm like, man, those kids would be 
like I'd have a hard time singing like with all these Jesus singing freaks, man. <laughs> well, they're singing so loud. And th- isn't there a storm going on? Not not that night. No, that's okay. the next. I just re- I yeah. thought I saw like at the beginning there was like maybe I misremembered. Maybe I just <laughs> invented memories trying to sustain awakeness. Anyway. Uh yeah, and then uh, two of our camp counselors start making fuck me eyes at each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and uh, they just kind of it's like, all right, we're out. And they take their short shorts yeah, and white belts and they go to a bile, uh, they go you to guys a barn. Keep singing, and uh, we're gonna go up into the attic. Hey guys, you know any more songs about Jesus? <laughs> oh fuck yeah, we do. <laughs> and that's you know, do you know any more hymns we can play on guitar? Uh, so, so they many. go, they go up to the barn, and you know, I, they even have a blanket set aside for such an occasion oh, up yeah. on the loft of the barn. Yeah. Well, that and that we, uh, that guy, you know, he just he brings ladies up there all the time. Cause isn't that what they're talking about? She is, she's, she's like, like oh, aren't, aren't you with fucking Betty Ann? And he's like, oh no, I'm not with Betty Ann. I'm with you. <laughs> Mary Sue. Forever. <laughs> What's your name again? For the next Katie? For the next three Katie. minutes. Yeah, because she's like, Am I a better kisser than Betty Ann? And he's like, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I absolutely don't know. I'm not he's like, like uh, I'm not like Greg in the future in the It Follows movie. Yeah. So uh, they go up there, the killer cam follows up the stairs. And they're interrupted, and they're like, we weren't doing anything, promise. I mean, she had her shirt off, but, like, mm-hmm. you know. My pants whatever. were down, but I wasn't going to do nothing. Yeah, come on, what are you doing? And uh, he gets stabbed. Mm-hmm. We don't see it, but he just, like, gets stabbed. And then uh, the girl just starts throwing empty cardboard boxes <laughs> at the killer camp. As, as many uh, many of the teenagers <laughs> in this uh, film try to do, throw ineffectual, ineffectual objects <laughs> at the fucking <laughs> At the killer. <laughs> like, like, here, have an empty box. That'll fucking stop him. And here, then, have you this know. ball of twine. No! Oh, no! It bounced right off. Now let me go to this dead end. No! <laughs> oh, no! Uh, and she did. She also dies. Oh, yeah. In the dead end. And also stabbed. Well, I guess, like, we're inferring that she's stabbed. I mean, she just screams, and then there's a freeze frame. Mm-hmm. Freeze frame. <laughs> freeze frame <laughs> and we get the title card smashes through the glass that was so they put the glass there in the title the friday the 13th just smashes through the motherfucker oh god yeah this is some of the most excitement you're gonna get for the next hour buckle up buckaroo <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's absolutely true so we meet uh Annie, she's a hitchhiker. She's hitchhiking in, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, is that the name of the, okay. Yes. Crystal Lake is from New Jersey. Jason Voorhees is is canonically (laughs) a New Jerseyan. New Jerseyite. Poor bastard. I Uh, I couldn't couldn't recognize it as being New Jersey since there was so much greenery. Oh, no, it's so bright and green. Yeah, (laughs) so people were kind of happy and friendly. It's absolutely... Like new. anyway, uh, no, that's just what I inferred because at one point when uh, she's with uh, the trucker dude driving to the you know halfway mark, they're outside of a fucking Moldovian cemetery and it says Hope, New Jersey. 
Mm. I guess so, no. That's the the cemetery is Hope, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the name of it. That's where the hope came to die. In New Jersey. <laughs> that's oh, all of the <laughs> all of the hope of New Jersey dies there. <laughs> Uh, well said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Annie is a, you know, she's nice, nice young girl. She pets a dog. I'm like, hey, do you know where Camp Crystal Lake is? I'm trying to break into public television. <laughs> well, yeah, she tries talking to the dog, and the dog doesn't give her any answers. She's not bright, this girl. So then she nah. walks into the, I don't know, gas station, diner? convenience store local uh, city hall and she uh, is like uh, does anybody know uh, where camp crystal lake is and uh every everybody stops and stares at her like and the uh, record screeches <laughs> yeah and cars crash and birds fall from the sky and uh she's oh that's that's camp blood yeah yeah doesn't crazy ralph say that no crazy ralph uh he no, he's that's he's after later she leaves. On. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's somebody else who's like Camp Blood. Yeah, like and the lamest nickname for place ever. Yeah, and they're like, oh well, Ralph has a truck route. He can drop you off at the ten mile corner. It's about twenty miles away from here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they they head off and they run into Crazy Ralph. He's my okay. favorite. I love Crazy Ralph. <laughs> Is he? He is. He's the best part of this whole movie, according to me. <laughs> He's in it for like a minute. If you're if you're anything like me, and I know I am, you'll love Crazy Ralph. <laughs> yeah, Crazy Ralph. He. Uh... It's got a death curse. <laughs> He's that guy. That's it. I wrote that down. <laughs> it's got a death curse. Jesus just... Christ. Oh. It does. I don't it's know. A... <laughs> he's summoned any time that it comes. You'll die too. And then he just rides his bike away yeah. off to warn more people about <laughs> cramped blood. It's got a death curse. It's right there on the sign. Camp Crystal Lake, established 1936. It's got a death curse. He, he's my favorite. I love Ralph. I, oh, man. <laughs> the, that delivery of that, though. Wow. It's got, got a death curse! <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Also, these are perfectly explained accidents and murders. It's yeah, just I an, know. It's, that's not a death curse. That's <laughs> no, just, it's not. It's a curse so far, much later. Much later, it's, like, it's a curse. It's like, yeah, someone was drowned. <laughs> like, a, a boy was yeah, drowned boy in 57... Two and then there was two murders, and then and they then shut like, it down. And then, like, oh, they tried to bring it back in the seventies, and then something happened to the water supply. That's three people. <laughs> that is not a death curse, Ralph. Insofar that Chicago crazy. has a death curse because they, can, so many people die there. Well, it's anywhere, got a death curse. <laughs> anywhere else with a sustained mortality rate has a death curse, according to Ralph. It's three people. <laughs> Three people in what? In... Twelve years? No, 20 twenty-two. Years? <laughs> oh God! 
It's got a That's death curse. Safe as houses, Ralph. <laughs> safe as houses. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a death curse. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Ralph, uh, I guess since he's the town alcoholic, just rides a bike. Yeah, can do whatever he wants. And has a wife. Yeah, who worries who about worries him. worries all the time. <laughs> you know, outside, I was worried about marrying Ralph, but once he said that the place had a death curse, <laughs> I knew that he was the man for me. Is <sighs> Ralph at his wedding like, doomed! Yeah, doomed! Was... <laughs> We're all doomed! <laughs> no, he's like, dearly beloved, do you, uh, will you take this lady? It's got a death curse! She's got a death curse! <laughs> That's, I guess that's what I do. Uh, ma'am? Absolutely. I can I do. fix him. <laughs> he can't. There's no fixing yeah. Ralph. There's no fixing Crazy Ralph. And presumably, he just pedals his happy ass to Camp Crystal Lake. All around. That's where, yeah. So uh, He's like the town crier, but it's just, you know. It's got a death curse. No, that's Ralph's job. We pay him by the city. He warns people. <laughs> Of the death curse. Well, it's actually in our... he thinks we pay him, but, mm. you know. We pay him in schnapps. <laughs> uh, so, meanwhile, we got an old Ford pickup truck with three new camp counselors barreling through, listening to aggressive banjo music. It's so fucking loud. Why are you listening to the banjo music <laughs> this loud? Or maybe that's... Just... Okay, so, to be... Listen... I don't, I didn't remember anybody's name except for a couple people. So the, the asshole, the asshole dude, the goofy dude, number four. Okay. I think he just blares it all the time and they're just like, ah, you're so fucking funny. All right. Oh, his name is Ned, who is someone that is just tolerated. He is (laughs) the third wheel to Jack, who's played by Kevin Bacon Mm -hmm. and Marcy. Um, who's Jack's girlfriend? We, I don't know anything about these people. I had to go through the cast and I wrote it down myself. Um, you did more than I did. I just remembered yeah. them by their number. And they are driving down the rural New Jersey roads. And the reason I call it aggressive banjo is that the way that it's mixed, or at least it was in my release that I was listening to, I could barely fucking hear what they were saying over the banjo. Uh, that's um, why I had it on subtitles, because I, I, yeah. <sighs> Dude. Why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I believe, like, Ned was just like, oh, is there going to be any pretty girls there? Oh, yeah. Like, all I want to do is bang. <laughs> yeah, they don't they say that? Like, oh, don't, all you think about is fucking number four. He's like, oh, no, I think about other things, too, like, you know, kissing and masturbating and masturbating. Yeah. Crying after masturbating. <laughs> crying before masturbating. Crying while yeah, just... masturbating. I'm so lonely. <laughs> and listen to my banjo music. Aggressive banjo. And, uh, yeah, they finally get their way to camp crystal lake oh it's friday the 13th by the way it's the present friday which it's june 13th which i yeah. looked up june 13th was actually a friday in 1980 wow yep 
That's was why it, you uh, listen to us. I got the research. It, was it uh, that same date uh, this year, last year, when it was the present? Mm, no, I presume this, this happened the, recently. Yeah, this is. It does say the June thirteenth, the present. The present. So this was like this was only a couple months ago. Yeah, it was, it's the same present that Top Gun takes place in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now. Now. Um, yeah, so we got uh, uh, the boss of, of the owner of, of the camp, Steve Christie, uh, who is doing work, <laughs> and he is just in his jorts <laughs> oh, and man. nothing else. Nothing Steve... else. Boots, and he's, he's just chopping wood. That's just what Steve Christie's all about, and sexually harassing his employees. Multiple times. Uh, he looked like he yeah. was for a whole different movie. Yeah, he um, he gives me weird vibes, Steve Christie. I don't he trust that like, man. He looks like David Koresh. Yeah. He, he is in, well, and also it's 1980s, so I believe that it was legally required that your shorts had to be at a certain length above your thigh uh, for your jean <laughs> shorts. Here's your prerequisite Daisy Dukes for you to go <laughs> chop wood and surf. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, he's just in his. He's just got like a mustache and shaggy hair, and he's just glasses and doesn't he? Not a bandana, but he like he's got like. I a, think he's got like a something. Yeah. Yeah. Neckerchief, an, an ascot. An ascot. <laughs> just an ascot. Yeah, and uh, boots and red socks. I think, and he just looks so 1980. It's amazing. Mm. And he uh, goes up to Alice uh, of restaurant fame. And like, let me help you put in the gutters. <laughs> it's June thirteenth. We gotta get this ready for camp counselors who should be here any moment. Like, this is a summer camp, right? Jesus, Steve. But he he sank twenty five thousand dollars into this shithole, and it doesn't look like he's it's been spent very well. Twenty five thousand dollars could buy you a mansion in nineteen eighty, oh, and yeah. like nine cars. He's he's probably sank the entire Christie fortune into trying to revive this camp. Because I presume yeah, this... it's a family business that's got a death curse. It's got a death curse. <laughs> Ralph's his mortal enemy. Ralph. <laughs> Steve, I mean, he used this axe to chop away at Ralph. Uh, we meet another one of our camp counselors, Alice, hammering on some gutters. And uh, for whatever reason, I don't know why or where this comes from, but there's a sketchbook nearby, and he's like, like, oh, did you draw these? You're pretty good mm -hmm. and beautiful and talented. <clears throat> yeah. Why don't you stay here another week? I, and she's like, oh, I got something I need to take care of out in California. Why don't mm. you stay here another? Give me another week. Again, just one week. Join and, uh, if you don't like it, if you don't like it here, you, I'll drive you back to the bus station myself. And he like brushes the back of her neck mm -hmm. in a way that makes my skin fucking crawl, <laughs> especially when he's. Like, imagine your boss in nothing but Daisy Dukes. <laughs> no shirt. Just just this hairy man. This hairy, sweaty man. Like, just get that like, chopping wood. Don't you just want to stay another week and watch some more around me? God, I'm so Christy. awesome. You are I'm so welcome. <laughs> like, I... Okay, so for the sketchbook thing, just as a quick aside, I was reading up briefly, and apparently that was just done because the actress 
she apparently is an actually really good artist, so they wanted to showcase that because we have nothing but time in Friday the Thirteenth. Oh they, yeah, this they is, make uh, us feel all one hour and thirty five minutes of this movie. Yeah, we you know it takes place on Friday the Thirteenth primarily, and we get to see the events of the day. Yeah, you Top Gun was actually a good comparison because I did the, like. In the sense that in Top Gun, nothing happens, really, Mm -hmm. like as a movie, this is very similar. Like, things just kind of happen. Yeah, up until, like, the very end. But yeah, yeah, let's let's get into some of the things that just (laughs) fucking happen. Because this is is when the movie just decides, like, oh, shit, we got to We can't just have an Oops All Kills version. We got to get to the end. Mm -hmm. We got to meander to these murders. So... Ned, our goober for the evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. There's also Brenda. She's fine. I don't have anything about Brenda except she has um, rules for strip monopoly. Okay, yeah. Number seven. Number seven. Yep. So, uh, they're like, oh, you need to go get the archery range ready. And she just tries to hang up a target, and an arrow just gets... Boom, right there, arrow. And it's the Ned who's really trying to lay it on thick. Nothing like trying to attempt an attempted murder really gets a woman more in the mood. <laughs> his his misguided attempts to get attempts at getting the women really drive home the fact of why he doesn't get any women. Yeah, he is laying it on real thick. He's Putting like, it mildly. That's he is um, obnoxious. Um, that's his character trait. Yeah, completely unlikable. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, look what I can do. I can do the arrow trick. And, like, he's just running around doing that kind of shit and just doing some amount of shtick. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he was hired by Steve Christie for the shtick. It's like, we need a good shtick man out here. I don't think Steve Christie interviewed anybody. I think they just wrote in and he was like yeah come to camp you know be here by this date so we can hopefully be open by whatever time by the end of the summer we need to be open by november (laughs) i sank twenty five thousand dollars into this oh god it's my life savings and it will not (laughs) save my life (laughs) this uh yeah i get a feeling the camp crystal lake will be the death of old steve christie oh hey what's annie up to oh she found it she's going hitchhiking oh great um so annie's talking uh hitchhikes with a jeep there's a a jeep there well did we skim over the they actually because before she was hitchhiking with a trucker yeah that trucker guy was really nice yeah he was cool yeah Yeah. he tried to he was he was like way better than it's got a death curse guy um, yeah, he's like, quit. Just yeah. get out of here. Just you don't want off. any part of this. I don't know where you go. Become yeah. a trucker. You can truck <laughs> up and down the New Jersey roads. <laughs> Rural New Jersey has total need for truckers. Save for Before... possible murderers. Yeah, this place will become a turnpike here in about five seconds. <laughs> but yeah, he actually tries to reasonably forewarn this poor gal. Yeah, and he but gives more of the backstory. Uh, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, he tells here. us actually the dates of the murders, and um, 
Yeah. Yeah, and it drops her off at the at the nearby Hope Cemetery where That's Hope it, goes yes. to die. Yeah. <laughs> the Moldovian Cemetery. And yeah, then she continues along and gets picked up by a Jeep. Mm-hmm. S- Steve Christie also drives a Jeep. They don't do anything with this, no, but it's kind of neat to note. Um, well, this would it, honestly, if this tried to actually be kind of a bit of a murder mystery, I, I think I would have enjoyed that a lot more. Yeah, that requires more nuance. And imagine how much less bants we could have if they decided to throw in a murder mystery plot. We could miss so much shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, she gets in then hitchhiking because that's just what you did. That was like a primary mean of public transportation in 1980 was just hitchhiking up until well, those damn I mean, kids on milk cartons killed that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, though, honestly, in like the 60s and the 70s. That was huge. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, she gets in and just like, oh, yeah, you know, I can't wait to really work with kids. You know, I well, I hate when they call it kids. It's like, it makes me think they're little goats, you know? And then the car just barrels by <laughs> Camp Crystal Lake. She's like, hey, I think that was the turn. I think we should leave. And then she just jumps out of the jumps out of the jeep. And by the way, that was actually the actress that did that stunt. I know that was, I, not... that was a terrifying bump. I was, because it, I, the, on five hundred and fifty thousand dollars, it's amazing they were even able to keep the cameras rolling. So mm-hmm. they had no stunt doubles, so everybody had to like you know pull their weight. So all of the actors actually died. Yeah, that's they rest in peace. Kevin Bacon has been a zombie since 1980. It's a, it's amazing, isn't it? Movie magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, literal. Movie black magic. <laughs> uh, she jumps out, and then there is more kill cam. There's a chase. Uh, there's tension. The score picks up. I do love the score in this movie. Yes. That is very that good. Is... It has certain moments that are like, yeah, this is actually right, right there. But it, I, it didn't. The moments when it happened stood out, but it didn't stand out throughout the entire film. So no, but the the main score is is very mm-hmm. good. Um, and she, you know, hides behind a tree and uh, thinks she's safe, and then, oh no, her throat slit in a very cool effect. Mm-hmm. This is this Tom Savini, is fucking great, and the yeah. blood is just gushing out of the fake throat. Um. So, yeah, that's Annie. And what I liked about Annie is that it's kind of a fake-out. You'd think that she might be the protagonist. Because, mm-hmm. like, you start with her. But, like, no, she's just a complete narrative dead-end. Yep. Mm-hmm. As, as, all the, of the, as all of the camp counselors are in this uh, this film. Yep. Uh, so the other camp counselors get to work. Uh Putting out like a wooden piece for a dock, a swim area. I don't camp. <laughs> dock <laughs> at a lake. It's <laughs> like a, a shore part. I don't know, yeah. like a canoe a, place, a canoe barn, a canoe barn. Yeah, yeah, and uh, then they all go swimming, and oh look at that, we're swimming, we're having a great time. Oh, did you think you saw somebody out there? Okay, well, never mind then. And then Ned fakes drowning. Yeah. Because Ned is, is insufferable. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and they all rush out and they, you know, Crystal Lake Baywatch mm-hmm. comes out there and they save him. And then Brenda tries doing the mouth to mouth. And then he does the whole sandlot trick and just starts mm-hmm. making out with her, which is uh, they give him like, oh, you scamp, uh, which is a far better response than they ought to give him. Yeah, which is actually drowning his ass in the fucking lake. Yeah, there's guns here on site, Ned. <laughs> yeah, and we have to be here for two weeks. Yeah, we have to, and then we have to continue to work at the camp. Mm-hmm. And we, you have to be responsible around presumably like young people. It's oh, not Christ. an old. It's not an old people's camp. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Mostly like, inner city kids respons- is what they were saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it takes responsibility, and that dude displays no sense of responsibility at all. Nope, none whatsoever. Uh, yeah, and then it's the film just sort of meanders. Yeah. Here, um, it doesn't, after that, it doesn't build any real tension. It just builds tedium. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, what do we get? Uh, what do they do? Uh, there's a snake. Yeah, reading about this, this actually bummed me out that they actually. It's a real snake. snake. Yeah. And yeah, wasn't it... supposed to actually die. No. Like, it was actually the pet of the animal handler. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, bummed me out. Like an actual yeah. snake had to die for this shitty movie. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, they find a snake and they tear up the room and like, oh, there's a snake, and then they kill the snake. Yeah, like literally kill the snake, like yeah. on film. On yeah, They're like that ain't cool. Like, come on, man. Of all, you couldn't like all the other special effects. You can't just have like a fake snake. Just shoot like you know the live snake and then like, a, like come on, why? Yeah, nobody should. Somebody should have told that snake it had a death curse. <laughs> That's the thing. Ralph wasn't an actor. He was just a guy who watered on set, just telling him everything had a death curse. This film, it has a death curse. It has a death curse. Tom Savini, uh, it has a death curse. And then uh, the motorcycle cops show up. Yeah, the Canadian it, cop from New Jersey. You on that? You on that weed? You on the wacky tobacco, jazz yeah, cigarettes, yeah, the grass, the, the ganja, uh, the electric lettuce? Yeah, got the reefer madness. Yeah, uh, what's going on here? Don't you play smart with me, Ned? By the way, uh, yeah, decided he totally gives him absolute <laughs> reason to think that because he yeah. rolls up just like because apparently in nobody in his underwear wearing an Indian headdress just acting like he's on fucking crack cocaine, and that guy rolls up. Uh, it's, and like, it I hear you had a insufferable douchebag on the premises. Do you want me to take care of him? Do you want me to shoot him? I'll do that. I'll totally do <laughs> I can it. do that. I'm a cop. <laughs> I, I sound like I'm from Canada. I can do it even better. And the so here's what I, so Steve that's his name right? Steve Christie. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell anybody that he was gonna reopen camp crystal lake because apparently the cops rolling up like what are you guys doing here this is an abandoned camp that listen to ralph it's got a death curse yeah a lot of a lot of weirdos out here uh, he doesn't have to fucking tell them steve christie's not beholden to the people of wherever the fuck new jersey steve christie's a man's man (laughs) steve christie lives the dream 
he goes out there and he chops the he, he chops the wood in his denim shorts and then he sexually assaults his employees and then he fucks off and has them do whatever the fuck as he goes yeah, to a diner he, or something he goes to a diner for lunch for 12 hours <laughs> He'll be back sometime after lunch. And I presume the next day at midnight is technically sometime after lunch. <laughs> that was fucking crazy. He fucks <laughs> off. He's like, everybody comes up while he's like, after he's done trying to put the moves on uh, Alice. Alice. And uh, then he's like, hey, fucking number five, number six, and number four, help me fucking unbury this log. And then after they do, he's like, all right, I'm going to put my shirt on and drive out. And I'm going to be back <coughs> after lunch. Storm's coming in. Don't die. <laughs> <laughs> I think the intention was to be like, is Steve the killer? <laughs> yeah. If that was the intention, they did a very poor job. Yeah, it's 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 not done well. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, and then we, so have... I totally get why the cop rolled up and was like, what are you all fucking doing? Well, I, I just don't, that's, uh, confuses me. That's what I'm trying to get there. Yeah. Well, the Cause whole... I get why the cop would roll up if, you know, nobody yeah, knew that the that... camp was reopening. Yeah. He's like, uh, and, and Kevin Bacon shows up and he's just more enamored by the motorcycle. He's like, that's a mm -hmm. sick bike. He looks like he's perplexed by it. He's like, what is this machine doing? Cops can ride motorcycles? <laughs> they can do that? They're allowed? What? I what? When did this happen? Can, this is like a it's like it's like a bicycle, but it's it's motor <sighs> you've motorized you a just, bicycle? Just like my I can't even comprehend. I I just knew that they were able to be in on foot or possibly in a vehicle. And uh, yeah, the, the cop just grills him and then uh, gets like, Oh, that's the chief. Get calls in on his thing. And like, yeah, Kevin Bacon also immediately picks up the CB. And I think it was the answer in. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what are you doing over there? Uh, this is KB responding <laughs> on the CB breaker, breaker one nine. This is snowman. <laughs> You're a fucking genius. <laughs> calling it on his fucking convoy yeah uh, <laughs> this is KB calling it on the CB uh. and uh yeah the cop just like give me that get the like, fuck away from that yeah yeah don't uh alright well I gotta run up I gotta drive off don't let any weird men into your pantry and they look perplexed <laughs> As the cop drives off, and we have to see every fucking frame of the cop driving off. Like, he, like, oh, goes forward, and then he's got to do a turn, and yep. then he's got to drive off. And, and like, their, oh. their heads are going along with every motion that he's doing, and they're just following along. Because this movie wants us to take our sweet fucking time. This is okay. We got we to gotta really hang on this cop here. We got to really make sure that... Uh, you know, Officer Poncherello gets his write-off scene. <laughs> goes off into the fucking sunset. <laughs> then Kevin Bacon's like, can you believe that? We met a centaur. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So anyway, 
like we got to continue the, the this fucking day, which uh, presumably lasts forever. Um, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. we, we making bur- burgers oh. in our palatial kitchen. Oh, do you guys need anything from the pantry? And in the pantry comes Ralph. It's got a death curse. <laughs> this whole pantry. These potatoes have a death curse. These pickles weren't sealed properly. It's got a death curse. Oh. Get out of here, Inspector Ralph. Ralph. <laughs> yeah, and they're Ralph they're does all, all pretty. The jobs. They're all pretty nonchalant about Ralph being in their pantry. Yeah, especially for the first time even encountering him as an entity because they've all just shown up there for the first time. And they're like, you should probably leave. And then he rides off on his bicycle. Mm-hmm. That's it for Ralph. Yep. Uh, uh. <laughs> Ralph had to pick up his red herring out in the middle of the, the pantry. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it's got a missing. death curse. Yeah. Yeah, it sure does, Ralph. It sure does. Your <laughs> yeah. wife misses you, buddy. Yeah. Put put your hat over your heart and just weep as he drives off into the sunset. Early oh, he doesn't drive. He rides on his bike. <laughs> yeah, he's He can't drive. His his license has been revoked. <laughs> he doesn't he's not allowed to. He's got his schnapps ration though for scaring those kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they're like, oh, well, I guess we got to better check on the emergency generator out of nowhere. And then they go check on the emergency generator. And then they're like, let there be light. And then there is. Yeah. Oh, we've condensed about 25 minutes of time for you there. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it, it felt long. It that, that took a long time. But... Uh, yeah, now we got uh, it's Jack and Marcy. Jack is Kevin Bacon. They're just like, oh, let's hop around on some logs and like be all flirty and stuff. And then it like pans over to Ned, like further down on the coast. Do lakes have coasts? Sure. I don't know. Sure, it's new. Uh, and he and he looks all forlorn. And he's like, man, I wish I had a motorcycle. And he sees a figure in one of the cabins. And he's like, hello, you over there? Who is that? And uh, that's it for Ned. <laughs> yeah. He dies off screen. We'll come back to Ned later. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get like a a whole thing from Marcy about how she's scared of storms. It's like they're like, oh, it's like, oh, there's a storm coming out here. That's gonna be it's gonna be real bad. But it's gonna tear up this valley. And then the girl's like, oh, well, I've been afraid of storms since I was a kid. And they're like pebbles and. And, you know, with that weird conversation and revelation, time to go back to some cabin sex. Yeah. Just, there we go. <laughs> it's, it's what happens. We're just documenting what was going on. This is literally, I don't have any joke or anything. That's just where they go. And then the other three, Bill. Remember Bill? I didn't. But there's Number Bill. nine. Number nine. Yeah. No, number nine? <laughs> Uh, then Brenda and Alice, Alice. are in the, the other cabin. Yeah, they and play Strip like, Monopoly. Yeah, it's all like, yeah, you pay for your rent in clothes. And I'm like, how does, but you don't pay for the property in clothes. How does that work? Don't worry, she's got it figured out. Also, like, there's no, like, man, Strip Monopoly would be the most boring fucking thing. And, okay, so... <clears throat> 
Brenda, right? That's her name? Brenda? Yeah. She was already there with Steve and Alice, right? Yes. Okay. It's hard to remember all this shit. So, okay. So she already presumably had that set there. Okay. Was was Bill there, too? The three Bill, were the only yeah. ones who were coming in. Well, and... Uh, Annie. Yeah, yeah. Annie. Are you okay? You okay, Annie? <laughs> Got hit by a smooth criminal. <laughs> huh. It applies. Huh. And, uh, yeah, so they're like, oh, let's get the jazz cigarettes. Because they, of course, had weed. It was their government-issued weed that <laughs> yeah. you got from being in like, 1980. It was like, like their government cheese, but it's their teenage government weed. Uh, now you teenagers better not smoke too much of this. Here's your ration of that. And mm -hmm. uh, here's here's your weird stubby bottles of Budweiser. And, uh, yeah, they're like the game of, of Strip Monopoly... Uh, is intercut with also the the sex. They're having the sex, uh, Jack and Marcy. Yep. And we're, we're, we hold on at a, I'd say, uncomfortable amount of time. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're watching we're watching Kevin making bacon, and mm -hmm. uh, it's not film worthy. I mean, honestly, like it's. Yep. I'm it like, just yep, happens. They're, they're just they're just doing it. Yeah, right. and that that ends, and Marcy's like, "Well, that was fun. I gotta go pee." And he's like, "Well, come back soon. It's getting cold out there." <laughs> Such an idiot. <laughs> well, that's cool. Anyway, yeah. all right, I'm gonna, I got, I'm gonna, I'm gonna produce this. my, I got my government issued weed here, <laughs> uh. and uh, he. Smokes and then, uh, actually, one of the things while they're having sex, it pans up and Ned's there with his throat slit. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, some of the blood drips down onto him. And then, uh, in a cool spot, I think, uh, he's like, oh shit, blood. And a hand comes up and grabs his forehead, and an arrow goes through the bed and through the ba through his throat, like up through his neck. Yeah. And it's fucking rad. Yeah. That part is great. Yeah, we have to sit through boring sex to watch, you know, watch him. For the real penetration. <laughs> yeah, getting in deep, just like Ned wanted to. Uh, here's my question, though. The killer uh, would have had to have been under the bed the whole fucking time. Whole time. The whole yeah. time. Just like, oh my god, this is lasting forever. <laughs> he will... <coughs> uh, poor guy can't finish Oh my God! Quit thinking about this baseball. A, this is a whole two minutes too long. Come on. Also, I'm on a uh, timetable, Kevin. Also, I like. I don't understand how like crazy swole our killer would have to be to get like. Did I don't think Ned died in that cabin? Did he? Was that the same cabin that he died no, in? I don't like, think so. Yeah, so I thought like, it was one of the other kind of like semi-abandoned looking ones. Yeah, so they had to cart Ned around to put him up onto that one. That's kind of one of my problems with this fucking movie, where it's like the killer has some impressive feats of strength for their physicality. For, yeah, who they actually are. It's like, wow, that's that's insane. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's nuts. It's an incredible workout. 
Yep. It's it's the, it's all in the sweater. It's all in the sweater. Uh, and now we got uh, we continue with our game of strip monopoly. And it looks like oh Alice is gonna have to take off her shirt. Nope. Storm door opens. That's it for monopoly. I left my windows open and I was like, you left your window. They were telling you there'd be a storm. Yeah. And you just uh, what the fuck? Okay. I guess. Uh, that's it. That's it for strip monopoly. And like, yeah, that's what you guys have to stop because the windows are open. Like, you can't just have a pause and play. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. They'll return to that game. They have two whole weeks, and that's true. Yeah, I, I guess she was also like, "I gotta get out of here before Ned comes in." He would make it very weird. He would. Yeah. Yeah, he would. Um. Yeah, so the uh, girl, the other girl, uh, is in the bathroom, and, like, we hold on this bathroom and, like, wandering around. I guess the idea is to build tension. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. I No, but the idea was there. I yes. feel the idea. I, I'm, and... I can appreciate the, the thinking behind it. It's just, you know... Brevity is the soul of wit, and I feel like the same applies to uh, horror slasher flicks. Yeah, so she like just starts wandering around, and then she's like, Oh, Jack, is that you? Are you hiding in one of the showers? Jack is not hiding in one of the showers. No, no. Uh, and then off screen, we see an axe come in, and Marcy immediately just cries. Mm-hmm. Like, she sees it, like, oh, no! Like, instantly, very fast. And then an axe uh, hits her right in the head, and, and she's gone. That is mm-hmm. one heck of a bonk. <laughs> that was a serious bonk. That's a that's a hellacious bonk you got there. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, number six. Yep. Uh, where's Steve in all of this? He's at the diner. Yep, he's still Just... eating lunch. <laughs> yeah. How much do I owe you for the 75-course meal that I've ordered, Flo? $3.50, honey. Or just a nat on the town. I'll pay you the money. <laughs> Here, take take my wallet. There's just, just get away from me. <laughs> yep, that's the Steve. He, yeah. It's dark outside. He was going for lunch. What the <laughs> fuck were you doing? He's got to really try out everything at the diner and make sure he likes what he... Uh, what kind of pies do you have? i got to yeah, try out each one. i got to have okay. at least one of everything. Steve, okay. Steve Christie's got to keep up his sweet figure. Gotta I go feel try my... and uh, bang my employees later. i got to really smell like diner food. <laughs> do you think that the uh, burger would be better for clogging my arteries, or should I just go for the patty melt? Well, absolutely. I'll have both. Steve Christie can uh, <laughs> totally throw down when it comes to food. Steve Christie is, uh, I'm all that is man. <laughs> and all that is beyond man. I am all that is everything. Well, He is the leader of a cult. Yeah, kind of. But, yeah, he just decides that, you know, it's the middle of the pouring rain. And uh, eventually, he gets fucking lost. Yeah. Where were he you, lives- Steve? <laughs> and how he big is Hope, New Jersey? I don't know. What are all the cops up to? There's several cops. They can There's afford a motorcycle. Yeah. They can afford a motorcycle and everything. Because uh-huh. 
they find the cops find him and are like, oh, yeah, you know, all kind. Of, it's bad enough this Friday the Thirteenth. There's also a full moon out. A lot more bad stuff happens on the full moon, Steve. Mm-hmm. Like, huh, <laughs> I wouldn't take take stock in coincidences. Yeah, you're, building, coinc- you're creating science out of coincidence, there, officer. What you fucking and. <laughs> Yeah, and the officer's just like, yeah, but when the moon's out, everybody goes fucking bananas, Steve. We all go a little crazy sometimes, Steve. (laughs) This goes nowhere. No, absolutely nowhere. So it goes so far nowhere that the cop eventually drops Steve off. They're big fans of this in New Jersey, not taking (laughs) people exactly where they're supposed to go. Well, there was an accident. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so the first one, Annie, like, that's like a turnoff. He could take her 10 miles in to the ten mi- to the corner, yeah. but he had to go further in the route. So that's, you know, this is Hitchhiker's, you know, code. She didn't even pay with the three prerequisites, all right? Yeah, so. I got you. But I'm just saying, in a movie, that's just a lot to happen in a movie. Like, and twice Steve, is just too many for tedium. And, and Steve, you know, he gets a red from the cop, but then the cop gets a uh, all-points bulletin about a multiple-car pile-up, and he's just like, get the fuck out of my car! <laughs> yeah, this is rural New Jersey, you'll be fine. Uh, in the yeah. in an intense thunderstorm. Uh, while this is also going on, we're following Brenda as she's getting ready for bed, and then she gets ready for bed. And then she turns out the lights, and then she puts on a candle, and then she starts reading. Really, really got a hold on this stuff. Really mm-hmm. get to know what Brenda's bedtime routine is about. It's really key to the rest of the Friday the 13th movies, if we know. It's important that we want to fall asleep at the same time as Brenda does. Are, is she flossing? What is she doing about mouthwash? What's her skincare important. routine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but watch, what, watch as he prepares her clothes for the next day. And while she's reading a paperback, uh, she hears, Help me. Help me. And she hears it a few times, and then she's like, Yeah, I'll go help that guy. And even though <laughs> uh, previously she had been, you know, had a raincoat, this time she just decides to run out there in her pajamas, right in the pouring rain. It's mm-hmm. Did I say it was pouring rain? It's pouring rain. Oh, yeah. Well, it's an intense thunderstorm out there. Uh, and she goes to the archery range, and the lights come on, and that's it. We don't see anything. This movie... So you know, like, the other Friday the 13th, even if you haven't seen them, you'll know the reputation about the, the ultra-violence mm-hmm. that's inherent in all of them. This has none of that. In fact, most people are killed off screen. Yeah. And the, you know, and the effects for the deaths that do happen on screen are, uh, you know, they're good. And they, but the, I don't know. It's a, it's that weird paradox where like, those are only like the briefest, like flashes. And then everything else is just so slow and so boring. It's like the antithesis yeah, like, of what all the others became. Yeah. Like I, I love the arrow one. That is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Of all of them, I think that's yeah. really neat. But there's a whole bunch of other ones that are like, yeah, Ned. Ned was a jerk, and he just got his throat slid off screen. Yeah, and same well, with Brenda. Many, Brenda's pretty much. I mean, who's the last person that dies on screen that we see? It's isn't it the killer? Eight? Well, I mean, the the victims. Uh, no, it's uh, the last one we see. Yeah, it would be Steve. It'd be Steve. 
Well, because we don't kinda. see how she kills Bill. No, I'm actually very confused about how she did that. Um. Oh yeah, like we'll get there, but yeah, we'll get there. But you see what I'm saying, though. Yeah. So she's killed off screen, and then Bill and Alice are like. Bill comes back from doing whatever, like, Bill things? I don't know what the fuck he was doing. People just go places. Yeah, we, for as much as this movie meanders, we don't really follow any one point consistently for it to make any, like, how much time has actually passed? Like, what? Oh, man. I don't know. Yeah. So, they go out to uh, yeah, what investigate. Because, yeah, what is he doing after Strip Monopoly? Mm-hmm. What's Alice Beer doing run? after Strip Monopoly? She's just hanging out. Right? Okay. Yeah, but they go out to uh, investigate the different cabins, and they're empty. They don't have any bodies in them that they can see. And we painstakingly do this, because like, they'll open one, like, Jack, Marcy, are you here? And then they leave, and that's the scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, very weird. Uh, very weird kind of uh, shout layout there. Real padding on that. And then they, like, they go to another room where Brenda is, and there's an axe in the bed. Yep. And that's when they start to feel like things are amiss. Yeah, maybe we should call somebody. And they break into the main office that they don't have a key for, and they try calling on the phone, but the phone line's cut. And then they try stealing Jack's truck, but Jack's truck doesn't work. And uh, then... As we get Steve wanders back into Camp Crystal Lake. He's like, oh, well, welcome back to my kingdom. The Casa de Steve. <laughs> Casa de Steve. Soon enough, I'm going to build a monument of my face on that lake. And uh, then uh, he walks up and he's like, what are you doing here? Thankfully, so I have a welcoming party bringing me back into my holy abode. And then uh, he gets got. Yep. Uh, stabbed like just below frame. As the killer does to a lot of the dudes in this, doesn't doesn't she? Yeah, except uh, except Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I have here that he dies like a bitch. <laughs> For as glorious as he was. Yeah. Yep. So, the lights go out, and uh, Bill's like, "Well, I better go investigate the generator." All of my dudes sound like this now. Yeah, um, well, all the dudes are so generic that they might as well be the same person. Yeah, and he's like, oh, there's fuel. Huh, what's going on here? And then he hears a noise, and that's it for Bill. Yep. So now, with 25 minutes left in the movie, start your engines. We've hit the final girl circuit. Yeah, <laughs> finally we're here. Yeah, Alice is like, well, I'm I was sleeping. Coffee. I'm going to make some coffee instant type two. And she starts boiling the, the water and really hold on her. She likes two scoops of sugar in her instant coffee. Oh, yeah. You know you this need because. Two scoops of sugar in your instant coffee. Yeah, because we get to, the, you know, we even get to see what's all in the pantry. And that, and that wow. place. Yeah, this is a pretty stocked place. You know, yeah. a lot of times I think the camps would be skimping on the nutrition, but I think the kids there. Once that, Annie got there to cook, mm. that's where Steve put all that twenty-five thousand dollars in the canning. Mm. Well-fed kids—that's what I always say. That's the Steve Christie way. <laughs> that's what I would have said if I hadn't been stabbed on my in front of my camp. In, 
<laughs> in my absolutely full gullet from eating everything at a diner. <laughs> God, burned off all that weight while I was walking the 10 fucking miles back to my camp. <laughs> Steve Christie loves himself some diner food. <laughs> Eight-hour diner well. treks. That's what I'm all about. That's the Steve Christie way. I see myself now, as a 1980 Guy Fieri. <laughs> I had to pack on more calories. I'm trying to acquire more mass. I've been <laughs> cutting wood without a shirt on, wearing my Daisy Dukes. So I really got to pack on some bulk, turn yeah. it into raw muscle. <laughs> raw. I'm a lovemaking machine. Stay yeah. till Friday and I'll show you what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> He's a rhyming lunatic. <laughs> We've given more characterization to Steve Christie than, than the movie anyone ever else did. in this film. Oh. Uh, so she runs out like, "Oh, better go check the Alice." Remember Alice? She decided, ah, "I don't feel like coffee anyway. Better go check on the generator." Shut the door. Oh, my God. Bill's pinned to the generator door with multiple arrows. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I got to barricade the door. Really got to do it. I <laughs> like that she took the time to barricade the door. That made her feel, like, clever and intuitive. Until we get to see her really barricade the door. So she ties yeah. a rope to the handle. And then... I wrote my she note just starts... for this was the extended panic sequence because we can tell she's freaking out, but uh, Jesus Christ, like she ties yeah she ties rope to the handle she throws like the the all the light table. objects yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and all of this will Chairs. become an entirely moot point in about a minute by the way yep well and then she grabs a baseball bat and a grilling fork as weapons. And, but it then through the window comes a refenestrated Brenda. Did you notice that uh, Brenda got weirdly buff as she's being thrown through the room? Yeah, that's because it was uh, the assistant to Tom Savini. They were working on it, and like he actually is the body double for a lot of people, except for Annie's. Yeah, so a refenestrated Brenda comes through, and she's super dead. I don't know what killed her. Uh, the killer killed her. Yeah, but I don't know what, like, how. She's, like, covered in rope and oh, bloody. Oh, with, uh, with her murderous intent. That's what killed mm-hmm. her. That's, uh, yep. And that was the weapon. Uh, Al- Alice proceeds to flip shit. She is panicking and crying, and then she sees a Jeep uh, mm-hmm. drive out. So she unbarricades everything very carefully. <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant, but like it's gonna become fairly pointless here in a second. It's like all of, oh god, that's it's like a I hate when movies do that kind of like oh there's a step forward and then we gotta take a whole step back, especially when we have to watch the entire thing. <laughs> that's I really need to make sure that I know that Alice knows how to unbarricade this door, otherwise my immersion will be completely ruined. <laughs> it's fucking uh, and. Who's that in the Jeep? Why, it's Pamela. Who's Pamela? That's great that you asked. <laughs> Pam, we'll answer. 
Pamela is a friend of the Christie's. She used to work at this camp, you know? She's just here for reasons. Mm-hmm. Well, she's just here to check up on everybody. I uh, used okay. to work here. I used to Kirk. I go to all the places that I used to work and <laughs> just check in. It's my normal <laughs> Friday ritual. Yeah. Um. So I have a question. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, spoilers. Uh, Pamela's the killer. Yeah. And so, Pam, the events of Pamela in my head. So, she just gets done killing Bill, volume one and two. She pins <laughs> Bill, like, where's Bill? And pins him to the door. Right? He's there. Yeah. Then, then she's like, then Betsy Palmer, fucking Betsy Palmer, fucking yeets brenda through a window to scare alice Mm -hmm. then in the span of a minute has to run to a jeep so that the jeep can drive up Mm -hmm. so that then she can have a conversation with alice yes okay now that we got all that clear i just wanted to just kind of relay the events of what happened because yeah alice is freaking out pamela's just like oh no it's no big deal let me see what's going on and she sees the uh, brenda's corpse and like oh no so young so pretty <laughs> so dead so perfect yeah why did you know it, this happens here i don't know if you know this but this place has a death curse <laughs> oh uh, god Including my little boy, Jason. Jason. They should have been watching him, but they were too busy making love. Why didn't you save him? Um, yeah, and so, yes, she is driven insane by the death of her child and uh, has decided to kill Alice so that... that this yeah, camp just can never a, be opened again. N- yep. So no more Jasons can be killed by the negligence of camp counselors. By but yeah, she's... teenagers wanting to fuck each other. Yeah. Teenagers with attitude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Power Rangers. That'd be a hell of a crossover. Hell yeah. Tommy would kill him. It's... Oh, fuck yeah. He wouldn't even. Though, imagine like a Megazord Jason. Oh, like, man. Dude, that would be a fucking. Yeah. So we got the. Pamela's just like, oh, you, why, why did you do it? Why did you let Jason die? Why won't you flip over the turtle, Alice? <laughs> failing the Voight Kampf test allows Alice to flee, and you, you get a lot of the more iconic parts of this movie. This is where it kicks it up into the stuff yeah, that this people is where really it's remember. Actually, yeah, where it's actually enjoyable. Um, but yeah, it's so long yeah, to get killer here because. Mommy. Killer, Killer, because she she apparently also many talents aside from her superhuman strength, speed, and uh, like hunting ability, murderous rage, murderous. Yeah. It's ama- it's amazing what just murderous intention and fury will will allow a human being to achieve. Because uh, yeah, you're like everything you were saying before about the the physicality and the and all of that is very true. But also, her mind is so broken she can also absolutely change her voice enough to convince because the reason why brenda got killed is that yeah she uh 
you know, was pretending to sound like a small kid out in the storm, and Brenda was like, who's out there? So she's multi-talented, uh, Pamela Voorhees. Yep. yep. Gonna hide under beds. For whole minutes. Yeah. Jeez, minutes? <laughs> He's making um, bacon. Yeah, so she... Uh, and is also having, like, flashbacks to Jason drowning. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's in her in her mind's eye there. Um, so Pam goes out. She starts the generator. Got to have... well. It's got to be well lit for the final kill. Oh, yeah. Well, because that's the other thing about this fucking movie is that it's not well lit at all. Yeah, well... She and she just fucking starts it like Bill was just like I don't know what I don't know how to make heads or tails. Pam's just like I hit the button and then it goes. I flipped the switch, Bill. There you go. Yeah. And then they uh, like Alice is uh, boarded up into like a garage or boathouse area that has a bunch of rifles, and uh, this made me laugh. She like is trying to get. There's a padlock. It's like a simple master lock there for the ammo. And she is trying to bash the lock off, but she keeps missing, like, wide everything and yeah. just bashing the door. And and she's like, uh, like, hold up and, like, you know, stop or I'll shoot kind of thing. Uh, to which Pamela just walks up calmly. Bitch slaps her. Just all <laughs> over the place. Just it's starts like, slapping It's amazing. Her. It's fucking... It- looks like two all of her superhuman strength is gone because now we just see what it actually looks like where these teenagers are such webs that they can't take on a fucking old lady i mean you know it's betsy palmer is not like i'm not trying to i'm not yeah i'm not trying to knock betsy palmer but nothing against betsy palmer but she's not gonna you know throw (laughs) hands in such a way that's gonna incapacitate (laughs) anybody yeah exactly i also just don't believe that she could throw anybody through a window like that no no well that's my one of my big problems because i can appreciate the twist for what it is but mm-hmm. be, the leap what how they try to confuse you because when it, you're like oh this will you know it's jason's mom's the killer how did she do all those like big feats of strength because like if you're like if steve's the killer that kind of makes a bit more sense because you know he could eat like seventy five meals in one sitting. And yeah, he's power walking yeah. off. He's eight feet tall and twenty feet wide. Eighteen yeah. tons of American pride, <laughs> Steve Christie. Um, yeah, Alice though, to her credit, does fight back with the rifle and just like mm-hmm. hits her with the rifle and then runs away back to the room where she immediately was. And then instead of barricading again hides in the pantry <laughs> it's got a death curse it's a death curse pantry <laughs> uh, and then she's like i'll hold the doorknob and i'll lock the pantry from the inside why does the pantry have a lock on the inside of the <laughs> so you can lock yourself into the pantry well if you're fucking if you're one of the many camp counselors high off their fucking tits and you got the munchies don't want anybody just... coming in it's like, uh, we got to make sure that the rats stay in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she, like, the lights come on, and then you hear, like, people rummaging, like, someone rummaging through, and then the door closes, and she, like, stops and tries to catch her breath, and then you see the doorknob slowly turning. And I, I liked that part. That was very mm-hmm. effective. 
and like trying to get through the door. Um, Pamela uses her big fucking, I think it's a Bowie knife, to like get a like a hunk of section off of the wooden door to open it. And you know, this is why you don't hide in a pantry, Alice. But yeah. Alice has the one thing that Pamela was never expecting: a motherfucking <laughs> frying, frying plan. plan. Looney Tunes defense, motherfucker. Take that, bitch. Fucking and throwing down fucking old time diner style. She Alice runs out and like, oh well, what if I just take her Jeep? Oh, Annie's in the Jeep. I don't know why Annie would be in the Jeep. Yeah, why would you bring Annie. her along? Uh, you know, so she could get into the carpool lanes in New Jersey. <laughs> okay. And uh, they they run out to to the beach part of the lake, and we have our final battle. As, and it is as intense and as riveting as a battle between, <laughs> between two a, a teenage un- a teenage girl and, a, and an old woman. Betsy Palmer. Yeah, she tries defending herself with an oar. The oar gets broken. Uh, then. Uh, they just kind of tussle around in the sand for a bit, yep. and the machete goes flying. Alice grabs the machete and, in super slow mo, mm-hmm. decapitates Pamela. And yep. uh, one swift motion. And that decapitation, by the way, that was another one of those stunts. Because if you look at the hands, they're much hairier. Uh, hands. Wow, they actually another. decapitated Betsy Palmer. Yeah, I know. She's not coming back for the sequel. Damn. Uh, And thus seeing that the threat is over, Alice goes into the, takes a canoe and goes out into the middle of the lake and passes out. Mm -hmm. All is serene. Nothing's going to happen out here on the lake, I imagine. Absolutely nothing's going to happen. Things have been so tedious that we're not going to be shocked out of our fucking wits. Oh, look at that. It's a it's a zombie boy. It's a zombie boy, Jason. Get over here. And brings her down under. But it's okay. She wakes up at the hospital and like, you know, oh, well, we're going to notify your parents. They'll be along any minute now. And like, well, did anybody miss make it? Oh, no. No, <laughs> like, no everybody's dead. Hella dead. And actually, we think you're the murderer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, anyway, I yep. hope your recuperation goes better. It's like, what about the boy? The, what, what well, we boy? didn't find any boy. He's still there. He's still there. Yep. That's the end. The real death curse was the one we learned along the way. <laughs> and that was Friday the 13th. Uh, the 1980 one. We'll have to put a year on this one. Yeah. Oh yeah, it doesn't it doesn't follow the part structure, does it? Nope. Well, they they're not so arrogant to think that they would have multiple parts. <laughs> I fucking hope not after making this. Much less fucking ten numerate numbered parts. <sighs> yeah, it's got a death curse. That, yeah, that's actually what we, I can't believe I forgot about that after watching it. But yes, that's what that's what we can say about this movie. It's got a death curse. Yeah, that's, that's, what can we say? It's a movie that has a very boring, meandering middle that's 
somehow became super popular. Yeah. Like I said, I can respect it. I can appreciate the fact that it, you know, it set up all the all the pieces and they were able to make something out of it down the line, but in and of itself, it's like I'll never watch this again. Not in a, out of like fuck this movie, but uh, it's just kind of a nothing movie. It's very yeah. ho-hum. It could be better. It could be I, like it had if anything, it has a, it had a lot of potential in the story, and the execution could have been done so much more. Like, could have they could have done so much more in the execution, uh, mm-hmm. given a lot of the characters a lot more depth, actually had real tension. Because the the effects and the and the the kills that we see and so on and so forth very effective. Those work, but. Uh, they're just yeah tom savini is a yeah. highlight of the film absolutely uh well he's a highlight of any film really any that film. he'd work on sex machine yeah. himself hell yeah but yeah it's like they get better i i will tell you that like mm-hmm. they do get better it, it's they... almost like uh well i would i'll say mission impossible is better but like it's almost like how mission impossible one is like kind of almost so different from all the others going forward not really but like i don't know that's probably a bad comparison but you see what i'm saying yeah this Uh, is you know of course this would be followed up like like i think i've said there's they released one damn near every year in the 80s like eight i believe eight were released in the 1980s so i mean they were popular yeah. So. And so, yeah, so they'd never, like, on its own, so they never intended to bring Jason in as a monster. The runaway success of this made them go to that Exce- decision. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's also, like, it's a weird supernatural twist at the end that, like, zombie Jason's in the lake. Well, I don't even take it as a, like, on its own, okay, if I'm separating it from what comes later... What I'm taking it as is like that her fucking brain's just broken, and she just has a like a horror hallucination, and then they recover. Like it doesn't even have any supernatural elements aside from being a dream sequence. Yeah, though I believe it actually happened. So here we go. Well, yeah, but I'm you know again yeah divorced from the others. What I'm saying because he like apparently that's just yeah we can do whatever we want in the dream sequence. Let's bring in the zombie boy. Yeah, he doesn't come back as a zombie boy. Mm-mm. He comes, comes back, back as, as a huge murderous dude. Huge murderous redneck. He wears flannel. We'll Hell get to yeah. that. Um, well, at the very least, next Friday the 13th. We might bust out it. I might be able to convince Dayton to watch a, sec- a second one. Or let us know if you want us to cover more yeah. horror classics, and we'll consider it. Um, but yeah, that's Friday the 13th, part one. Mm-hmm. So. I can say I saw it now. So yeah, at least there's that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we're, like I said, I want to do more of these horror ones in the future because there, there's a there's a gold mine. But I want to spread them out more than we do our normal shtick. Mm-hmm. We have the 2018 Power Rangers next, or 2017, the the, the newest Power Rangers movie. Or no, I, I think, think it's yeah. 2016 actually. Yeah, the newest Power Rangers movie. <laughs> yeah. 
Just that that would be next in the pipe, and then Indiana Jones Fuck after yeah. that. Yeah, all four Indiana Jones movies that are currently available is what will be next on the docket. But until then, I'm Devin. I am Dayton. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you. Peace. It's, it's got, got a, a death, death curse. curse.